He's an attractive man. I mean, he's no hook. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> it's not. You're listening to Once Uponeth a Time. I'm Josh. And I'm Steph. And here we are. Here we are. Episode five. Finally. I feel... <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Well, it's taken I, us I, I like feel 400 some, years to record this. I feel some... I should take these headphones off because I can't hear you at all. Oh, there you go. I feel like there was some venom behind that. Well, yeah. I should also. I also feel like I should apologize because it's entirely my fault. Yeah. That it has taken us so long uh, to record our analysis of episode five, Dreamcatcher. Dreamweaver. We tried. We actually sat down. We did. We tried several times. We did. We did. And I stopped it. You didn't like any of them. Well, it wasn't you. It was, I know. Well, I know it wasn't me. It's not you. It's me. (laughs) And in this instance, that actually is accurate. Because it was, I thought it was quite funny. We were way off on no, tangents, no, were, so that's why you were having trouble with it. We get on tangents a lot, but this it, time we were like really rabbit holing. It, it, yes, and uh, some fatigue had really set in, and uh, I just, it just, well, I wasn't feeling you it. You weren't and having so, any part. It's all right. Um, it happens. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you just have to scrap it. Yep. Start over. Yep. Here we are. Here we are. Life gets in the way sometimes, but Bloody. we are back on course. We're back on track. Mm-hmm. And I am ready. Are you ready? Let's do <laughs> I this. I hope so. I'm trying Let's to remember. Let's do this. What the heck was episode five was about? There, was it really? No, I'm just. I I'm just asked fully, you before we started. Kidding. I'm kidding. Dark one, bad Emma. Got it. See, that's really all. You that's need really to know. all you need that's to know. Really, you need to that's know. really all you need to know. Emma okay. bad. Regina, good. Uh, do we have any housekeeping that we need to do? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. It, here, yes, but not uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's just jump in. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Before we jump in, mm. we're, we're going to do something a little different. Because we, you know, I, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I don't like to rest on my laurels. We have laurels. A few. <laughs> okay, I Maybe. didn't know we had laurels. Um. We're. I'm actually going to fire up this episode. Uh, this is something that uh, JD and I do for our Fear the Nth Cast uh, mm. podcast, where we watch Fear the Walking Dead and do commentary while we actually watch the show. Um, I want to try that this time. I'm going to kind of tell on myself a little bit. That's uh, for me, <laughs> primarily. Uh, I need to jog my memory probably a mm. couple of times because it's been um, a week and a half. It's Not been a really. little bit since we, well, no, it hasn't been a week and a half, but it's been uh, a few days since I've watched the episode. I took notes, but I feel like I, I want to make sure that I we cover all the points that we need to cover sure. in this episode, and we'll try it out. If it doesn't work, we don't do it again. Uh, if it works famously, then hey, we've got a new tool in the tool belt. Nice. Uh, so to speak. So uh, if we're going to jump in, I'm going to go ahead and uh, fire this up because, you know, <laughs> knock yourself out uh, there. Th- sometimes there's uh, commercials on these websites. Really? And, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Sometimes that. there's just as much or more. Oh, I never than, watch on anything other than the TV. Well, we may need to start. 
What? And I've been meaning to talk to you about the cable bill. <laughs> oh, we may need to we may need to cut the cord. <laughs> okay. And there, really, there's no reason not to, well, okay. except for DVR. But it's just a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. We could still catch all this stuff online. Okay. And whether it be Hulu or through the website itself, you just might find yourself watching on a smaller screen. You know, I'm still stalling because apparently my arm is not long enough. I'm just going to I'm, reach I'm, over. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to, there you go. And I had to make sure the sound was off because uh, I know that all the Once Upon a Time and ABC lawyers listen to this podcast. I'm sure, I'm sure I, we're on their I, list. I, I didn't. I didn't want us to. Get you don't want sued. them to have our house. All right. So, episode five, Dreamcatcher. Yes. We open back in Camelot. Many years ago. Many, many years ago. Go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> like, what are you doing? So, um, we opened many years ago. So, it wasn't all time jumpy this time. Merlin and the Dark One, um, a different dark one, a shorter dark one, a petite dark one, if you will. I would suspect a very feminine. A very feminine dark one dark is what one. we think with a really cool gold mask. Um, they're having a conversation. Well, he's having a conversation. It doesn't speak at all. And Merlin blames it for destroying her. And, um, he says he's going to try to kill it. He gets the dagger. He tries to kill it. But then he says he can't. I can't do it. And he's all sobby. And he says, I miss her. And he starts crying. And sure enough, Dark One swoops in, takes the tear, and poof, Merlin is a tree. Now, the cool thing, two cool things about this scene. A, to me, and we've talked about this, the Dark One is very definitely a woman, we think. In this scene. In this scene. Um, and two, Merlin is, is the dude from the theater. We, I think we talked about that last episode, We did, but just seeing him again and again, just seeing Merlin young and attractive, it's just so off-putting. I mean, not off-putting in a bad way, off-putting in a, in a good way. I was going to say that, that maybe you that's can't confusing. use the word off-putting if you mean in a good way. to me. How can you be attractive? It's, it's not You're so attractive. It's I can't look at you. He's, he's pretty, he's a good looking <laughs> man. Yeah. Okay. Well, he he's an attractive man. I, I'm glad that I have good self esteem. Yes, that is, and is confident who yes. I am. Well, I won't meet Merlin. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> but um, no, I just it's just weird. I mean, I think it's great. I love that they took it and went a completely different way with it because anytime we ever see Merlin, Merlin's an old dude with a beard like Dumbledore, and and that's what you think of, you know, wizardly and wise. And this guy's just a dude, a young dude. Fine young cannibal, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's going to be stuck in my head now. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, you know, I'm going to speculate dun, 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 dun. a little bit here. And I think by now crazy. people are going to figure out that we're going to jump around. We're not, we're not linear thinkers. Are you done? She drives me crazy and I can't help myself. Now I'm done. Okay. You sure? You did it. Okay. That's how my brain works. Uh, I think that, um, well, I know that two episodes from now, so this would be episode seven, the name of the episode is Nemu, mm-hmm. uh, and that is the name of uh, the one of the, the lady that um, uh, Merlin falls in love with mm. historically um, uh, or pursues. And so I think it's conceivable that we've seen her already mm. in the opening of this episode. Um, and I think it's not unlike the whole Darth Vader scenario when 
um, Obi-Wan tells Luke that, um, Darth Vader killed his father. Uh, well, destroyed his father. Yeah. Um, same, same thing was done here. Um, you know, that it, it, it destroy is not the same as kill right. necessarily. Never and so, killed. so I think he's in love with this dark one, yeah. uh, for whatever reason she, maybe she went dark or whatever. And we're going to see more about that. I think what's also interesting is that Nimu is actually a, a, a variation of, uh, or another name for the lady of the lake. So yeah, didn't we see I which was, lady of the lake has been in? I was going to say the lady of the lake. Trying to remember what in. season. Well, the one okay. So we had enough time to take proper I, notes. What's wrong with us? <laughs> well, because we our brains are scattered. Um, yeah, we've seen her before. She's beautiful, so I could see why an attractive Merlin would fall in love with the beautiful lady of the lake. See, and I'm glad we're watching this because I would have forgot totally about this scene where they go back to the, oh, the jail. jail cell and. <laughs> Arthur's kind of playing it off like, uh, oh yeah, I don't know what uh, happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like he he must have had a bean or something. He poofed, and, and he just like I don't know. Yeah, I like <laughs> so slimy. I like that scene because they're like trouble is afoot. We shall dance. I mean, yeah. it's like what what will solve all of our problems? A, a dance. dance. Why not? We haven't had a party in a while. Let's throw a ball. Do you throw a ball? You have a ball. You don't throw a ball. You throw a party. You have a dance. You have a ball. Anyway, so... I think you attend a, bar, a ball. You have a dance. You throw a, dance, a party. throw a party. So, there you go. You're Emma, right. You're right. Thank you. So we see all of this flashback with Merlin. Um, when we see the tree, it kind of pans out. We see Emma holding a dream catcher. And so that's how we find out that she has seen all of this by holding the dream catcher up and seeing all of Merlin's memories. And so... That's the first time we've seen a Dreamcatcher really since um, Bay was around. And he and Emma had gotten the Dreamcatcher, and that became a very important part. Bay. Bay. I, if, I, if I hear that term. Hang on. We, again, took, I, we did a count. Hang on. I got to turn Oh, did you, did you count I counted the bays? It, I did. did. we have a Bay counter? We have a Bay count. We were at. I'm going to get you a clicker. Oh, I need a clicker. That'd be <laughs> awesome. We're at five. Five. Five, five. five Bay references? Yep. You think he's coming back? I don't know. I hope so. I mean, I keep, I mean, you know, I tried not to read all of the spoilers. I try not to do all that because I don't want to know too much. I want to enjoy it. Mm. I'm one of those people like, don't, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know who's coming. I don't want to know who to expect. I want to just enjoy it. So I don't know. I, I kind of read something the other day that said someone from the dead is coming back and I immediately closed it. I was like, no, I don't want to know. Oh. I don't want to know. I don't want to know because there's been, I mean, there's been others. I think I know who, See, who it is I, then. That, it's not Bay. Okay. But uh, they've made so many references to him. And in the Dreamcatcher, this is something, it even looked like the one that he yeah. gave. Well, Hook to even Emma. said it was very similar. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, she's got this garage full of them. And so I, I think, I think it's pretty clear that she used, um, that was the mechanism that she used to take to all the memories, take everyone's memories. Yeah. But, but I, I think in a way, if you think about it, though, it's a way – It's is it is it a way to take memories away or is it like a storage system? Well, I think she's using it kind of as both. I mean, because yeah. she, she had Henry's – we are totally skipping around. That's fine. We saw at the end um, when they were in her house 
they had broken into her house and, and Hook found a box on her table and it was Henry's. It turned out to be Henry's dream catcher or his memories. And so his was in a very specific place so that she could kind of guard it and keep it. I, I would think that's why I thought she had done it. I mean, it's your kid's memories. You want to protect that. Everybody else was just hanging in the garage, just like you would hang bikes or anything like that, just hanging from all over the place. So I think that's my personal opinion. She took the memories. She's storing them. I think she fully intends to give them back, Mm -hmm. maybe. But for right now, she's not ready for whatever reason, because the more we get into this episode, the more we see Well, here she comes here. We're to the point in the episode where she's she's going into the- Dreamcatcher garage. Yes, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. This place is filthy. With dream catchers. You know, and I'm curious about the shells in them. What do you think that means? I don't, you know, I don't know because I've never, any of the dream catchers I've ever seen have not ever had shells in them. So She's having a moment. Well, yeah, she's looking at a particular one and she's having a moment. She's having her moment and, and no one's mascara ever runs yeah, in lies. any of these shows. I, that, that's not realistic to me. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, especially since we just saw that, she is looking more and more like Spike. Like when she walked out down her steps and she marched into told- that thing, I was like, it's Spike. She totally looks like Spike. And, I wonder if they're doing that. On, well, I'm sure they're not doing and that. And I wasn't even a big fan of this show. I but when Buffy. I saw that look, that totally was looks immediately, like Spike. because James Marsters was um, at Comic Palooza, what, two years ago? Yeah, I think so. He wasn't last Ago. Yeah, and uh, so when I, when I saw that look, I just immediately yeah, absolutely I was like, oh, that reminded like, me. Like I don't that. even think of her as the Dark Swan anymore. She's Spike. Spike. So if I call her Spike, you guys know <laughs> what I'm talking about because that's exactly who she is at this point. The leather, the hair, the yeah. I'm just waiting on her to suck on somebody's neck or to call somebody love. That would be. That'd be pretty awesome too. <laughs> so Emma has seen all this through the dream catcher. Um, we fast forward, we see that Charming and Snow are in the woods trying to talk Regina into giving him the dagger. She kind of balks and says, you sure this is such a great idea? And then poof, they're frozen. And Emma is the one that's making him freeze. And um, Regina's like, dude, what are you doing? You're, you're using dark magic. She said, yeah, but that's a, there's a good reason. My folks are under a spell. She fills Regina in on all of this stuff. And then um, come to find out, Regina's telling her, you know, asking her, how are you finding all this out? What's the deal? And she said, I'm using this dream catcher. And Regina tells her, you know, this is not, this is a, this is a different kind of magic. You have to be very, very careful with this type of magic. It's not just dark. Um, it's not just folklore. Hmm. And, and so apparently there's a lot to dream catchers that we really don't know about. Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was too. So, um, I mean, dream catchers have been around forever. You know, typically you don't use them dream catchers are for that you hang them above your bed and they catch all the bad dreams so i'm really curious about the shells i guess i you know i really kind of do want to look into that i don't know why i didn't do it before do we have any dream catchers we do we, oh, we do we do macy has one in her room really yeah hmm. okay where'd yeah. she get that from um from the house in the country really yeah was that your mom's yeah it was mama's where'd she get it so my parents loved to smoke they were, they were the avid smokers. And at some point in their lives, they decided a few years ago that they didn't want to spend that kind of money on cigarettes here, <laughs> pay taxes on them. So they found online, I still don't know how they did this. Apparently there's a Native American Indian tribe somewhere that you can order cigarettes online from. And these are like, <laughs> these cigarettes, I don't know what they were made of, but I mean, it was they were just nasty, nasty. I don't, I don't know how much tar, nicotine or whatever. Those people in the Truth commercial would have a field day with these cigarettes. Anyway, every time they ordered a carton of cigarettes, they sent a dream catcher. Oh, because so, when I think of 
when I think of smoking, you think dreams. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe they were capturing their memories. I don't know, but there were no shells on them. And so they were handmade dream. We have ton. I don't know how you've never seen these things. They're hanging all over the windows at the house down there. They're everywhere. And so Macy found, we found one in a carton of cigarettes that hadn't been opened yet. And so Macy has it in her room. She has it hanging above her bed, but no shells. So I'm curious about the shells. Interesting. I guess the cigarettes would have been tax free. Yeah, that's why they did it. They uh, don't pay the tax on the... I don't even know what a carton of cigarettes is anymore. Of. What, 60 bucks? I don't know. I don't either. It's a nasty habit. It is a nasty habit. But, I mean, beautiful dream catchers. I mean, they were handmade, gorgeous dream catchers, but no shells. So, I don't know. Maybe that's unique to different... I don't know. We'll look into it. I promise we'll look into it for I next think, time. I Somebody th- might know. If you guys know, if y'all know, please let us know. Y'all are so great about sending us info about things that we get wrong or things that you know more about than we do, which we really appreciate. We do. We, we really, really do. do. Uh, I'm, I'm actually hoping maybe we can get someone to take notes for me. No, you know, you, nobody needs to take notes for you. <laughs> I know. I know. Nobody needs to take notes. I'm funning, but um, no, it brings a whole different element. Um, so we appreciate, we appreciate all the feedback. Uh, see, I told you that the commercials on these apps were taking forever. Mm. Anyway, you're just going to sit here and watch it, aren't you? I, I am. You're enjoying it. Again. I'm enjoying this. Henry, Henry and Henry's girl. hanging out with Violet. Henry and Violet. Brushing down the horse. Because you got to brush down the horse. I guess. I've never had a horse. If you do not brush the horse down. It gets uh, dirty? No. You you have to make sure. You have to help. Brushing them down helps calm them and helps relax and soothe their muscles. Hmm. You ever heard of the concept of uh, uh, road hard and put up wet? (laughs) Yes. Yes, That's where it comes from, right? Oh, I didn't know that. So horses get lathered up. Um, right, they don't sweat like you and I do, and you have they have to kind of be cooled down. Oh. If you do not do that, they could die. Hmm. Interesting. So brushing is very important. Thank you, thank you for that. So they were having their moment. They there. were having their moment. So yeah, so that was cute. Henry and his little first love, Violet. Um, they're in the stables, and he decides they're going to go out on a date, and so. Um, and then he's picking up the sword, and the sword's which I have a heavy. hard time believing it was that heavy. I mean, well, you don't know what it was made of. It looks like it was made of cast iron. The way he drops it to the floor, and then old girl's dad comes in and rags on him and stuff. I felt really bad for him. And you know, it was funny because when we watched, I it, didn't. You didn't. Well, of course, because you, you have daughters. So you know, that's the difference. Back like off, boy. watching it because we watch. Just so y'all know, when we watch it, we watch it. Josh and I watch it together, and then we watch it with our kids too, because you get a completely different perspective, or vice versa, or vice versa. But we always watch one, just the two of us, and then we watch one with the kids, and so you get a different perspective when you have kids in the room. And so it was funny because the girls were so embarrassed and thought it was so cute, and the boys were just like, ah, whatever, you know. And so it was just so funny to see just the difference in the way that Henry gets all puffy and. The dad comes in, and then Josh, when the girls are in the room, he's like, "Yeah, that's what I do. They're doing messing exactly. with my daughter." Blah blah blah. This Back is off, funny. Boy, dads and their daughters are cute. So he wanted, he didn't want Henry to Come have any back part. When he got facial hair. <laughs> I don't think Henry's ever going to have facial hair. <laughs> he's just not that kind. Oh, you're so, a writer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh. Are you a knight? No, I'm a writer. Oh, huh. well, yeah. Yeah. Good my luck daughter, with that. My daughter deserves a hero like her. <laughs> now, that was interesting, too, because if you notice, he said, my daughter deser- deserves a hero like sh- like she is or like her, however he worded it. Oh, so I wonder, yeah, Violet, Violet has a little backstory, maybe. Violet, she becomes one of the Incredibles? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is that I don't know. No, that's Pixar. That's not Disney. Is that? Well, it's all under It's all Disney the same umbrella banner. now. Disney owns everything. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be <laughs> She busts hilarious. out in a red suit with a big eye. <laughs> but it's a Roman numeral because it's Camelot. 
don't know. <laughs> I think they get it. <laughs> oh, but wait, it wouldn't be a dad gummit. It wouldn't be a number. It'd still be an I. Shoot. Yeah. It's still funny, though. Hey. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go back but to the But at least show. you entertained yourself. <laughs> I did. And I really did. I entertained that's the heck that out of matters. myself right there. Wow, I'm almost like Teary. So, um, <laughs> so then we go back to. <laughs> we're laughing with you. <laughs> no, you're not. Is what we're doing. So then we flash back to Storybrooke because there's a lot of ju- there wasn't there wasn't nearly as much jumping back and forth, but there was still just I mean there's always going to be jumping back and forth. We see Henry and Violet in present day, and they have they have the weirdest moment of the show for me. Did you get my text? He's asking this girl who just popped into our land, did you get my text? And so we were laughing, saying, okay, so she she comes to present day, and what's the first thing she gets? A, a phone. A cell phone. A phone, yeah. Yeah. Why, why? why would she need why that? Why would she even need that? That's why would a- she need that? She doesn't know later what a, a can of soda is. So why oh, would she know? Let's save that. Okay. That's that really a, bugged that's, you. That's a magical moment. <laughs> you did. Uh, so Mar- let's not forget it's easy Merida. there we, there it is there so is. it's easy to forget sometimes some of the subplots because we kind of go off on these tangents and we're talking about that and we hadn't even said anything about merida yeah. and mr gold mr. and gold. he's i i'm sorry i don't like this version well because he's weak Be- exactly and he's not funny and no, you like him when he's, he's up not. to stuff. He's, all, he's, he's not. not twinkly right now. He's just sad. He's an old man. But I think it's a testament to his acting oh, absolutely. prowess absolutely. that he can switch the yeah. gears. Yeah. And there's not. I don't think there's too many people that could pull no. that off Mm-mm. effectively because I believe him. Yeah. I believe him. I believe him. I, when he shakes his head and he has that look of I can't, I can't do this. It's just like a little I can't do this. a beaten puppy because he believes in his heart. Yeah. He believes in his heart that he cannot do it. He believes in his heart that he can't be brave. And that's sad to me because that's not who he is. And he retains his memories, sure. you know? And, and so that even makes it even worse. It's yeah. like, you, you remember what you did, but you've had, you, you were so dependent on that magic and that power yeah. that you feel like you're less than nothing uh, when you don't have that. And, um, you know, I don't know I think there's probably something to glean from that. Sure. You know, it's like that magic is the crutch. Maybe. Literally. Literally, right? Because he, he needs the crutch. Well, and you know, and, and before the Merida part out in the woods. Um, Are you going to do that every I am, time? Because when I, I, mean, when when I see to, her name, that's what I now. hear in my head. You have to now. I do. It's either that or I sing the Brave song for y'all, and I don't think anybody wants that. And I've already <laughs> no. done the... She, oh, never don't. I'll do it again. <laughs> don't. So, um, previously to the forest with Merida... Um, Rumple was in there with Emma. No shoulder rumple this episode. I was really sad because I so love shoulder rumple. I mean, he's just twinkly and up to no good all the time, and he's just and all so twirly. Judgmental. So just, I love shoulder rumple. He's so judgmental. But there was no shoulder rumple, alas. <laughs> um, but anyway, Emma was talking to weakened rumple. That's what we'll call him. Um, and said uh, he was warning her. You know, you're going to lose everybody. You're going to lose everybody. I can't help you. Just let me go. And and he says my plans were always hidden. My reasons were not. And I liked that mm-hmm. um, because his reasons always were the same. It, he said it was to protect his son, yeah. to protect, you know, and, That's right. and then he ended up losing everything. I, I made no bones. I kept no secrets right. about what my intentions were. Yep. And she says, you know what? I'm stronger than you are. And he says, you'll, you'll always lose the people you love. And her whole thing, and she'd even said something to Regina earlier um, uh, about her being stronger and her being able to handle things 
better than Regina could because Regina said, you know, I've been down that dark road. It's not easy to come back from. And she said, with all due respect, I'm not you. And then here she is telling Rumpel, you know, I'm stronger than you. So I think she's just so convinced that she can handle this so much better than they can. And so she's so cocky, you know, and Mm. it's just arrogance. And you know what happens with arrogant people that never really works out well Mm. for them. Um, so I, I just think it's the interaction between the two. And then, like I said, you see you see Merida out in the woods with, with Rumpel. And the whole point is she's supposed to make him brave. She's supposed to shape him into this hero so that Emma can use him to pull out Excalibur. So that's the plan. And so she's out there just like trying and trying and trying and trying and get him to, to fight her. And he won't do it. He's like, I'm not brave. I'm not you. I can't do it. And then Merida just turns into this bully. I mean, she's like hitting an old man and knocking him out. I was like, Really? You're not supposed to be cruel. You're supposed to be brave. And so I think it's interesting the way that they're taking her character because she's not, she's not the girl. She's definitely not the girl from the movie. I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect her to be, you know, nobody could be like that. I don't think in real life, not that this, you know what I mean? Um, But she's being kind of a bully and kind of a brat. And I just, not a brat, a bully. She's being mean. And I don't like that. And I guess ultimately the reason she's doing it is to get him to get upset and to get him to fight. Cause then we see she breaks into the, the pawn shop. She steals something. We don't know what until she gets out there and she's waving poor chip, poor chip. Like, how did she know? She like, said this, she this should work. Well, how did she know to go look through the storybook I, as well? That's Emma had the, to have told her, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That's the question for me. How Somebody had to tell her about the where book Where to go to pull the book down to yeah. even look in that. Unless you just have not, unless just, all these characters in all these different realms have knowledge of uh, books somewhere, but there's gotta be some of them that don't know anything about hmm. it. Right. I, I don't know. No, uh, but, uh, I hear what you're saying about Merida. Merida. Uh, it is possible to say her name normally. Nope. Um, I hear what you're saying and I didn't view it so much as being a bully as it was, um, being, you know, as a coach, sometimes you need to get a little rough and, uh, kind of poke people a little bit to, into action. And, uh, and it was clear in this instance that if she didn't do something different, uh, that she wasn't going to make any headway and she's kind of caught in a rock and a hard place. Right. So she, she's got to get this done. I mean, if she refused to do it, you, you got to believe that, you know, well, does Emma have the capacity to take her out? Oh, Spike could easily crush her heart. She, I don't think she she'd could. even think twice I, about it. You, you think so? You oh, think yeah. she really would? I, I think C- she would. Because who's Merida to her, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she I after mean, what she did to Henry, there's no there's no stopping her, I don't think. Yeah, we haven't gotten to that yet. Well, that's yet. the but, end. But we'll that's, a, that. that's an excellent point, though. And, yeah. and let's... Let's put a pin in that. <laughs> because I don't want to lose sight of there's some rich discussion that needs to be had around that. And I don't want to lose sight of that, but you're bringing up an excellent point. I mean, if she could do that, then absolutely she could crush her heart. So if that, that being said, uh, Merida knows this, that she can crush her. Absolutely. And so she's got brothers to save. Well, and she even, she even tells Rumpel, I'm sorry to interrupt. She even tells Rumpel, you know, you have to do this because everything for me is depending on you turning into this hero. And so her whole everything depends on him getting up off his crutch and fighting her back. And so, yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, you're right. I guess she is more of a coach. I guess that's just a difference in coaching style. Like I wouldn't think beating somebody up would be the way to get it to motivate them. But some people, I guess, I, 
I don't know. I've never coached yeah, you, someone if to you're fight. Not getting results, you got to do different things. I and, guess you know, so. So we go to um, after all that, we see Henry and Violet at their little date, and uh, Henry and Violet are on their date, and we see them in Granny's. Was that in Granny's? Yeah, it was in Granny's. Yeah, it was in Granny's. And I mean, it's available. Why? Granny's not around. <laughs> Granny's not. Where is know. Granny? Do we know? We don't we know. Still where don't them know them or the dwarf. She or the dwarves are. Uh, They've disappeared. The baby's gone. They, her and the dwarves went foraging. You think that's what it is? They got yeah. the baby. They're off somewhere. They they took the baby. They went off somewhere. I guess so. You know, it is possible that they went into hiding because things got a little bumpy and they wanted to make sure the baby was safe. I don't know. Mm, they're in a tree somewhere. But it's weird because it's like these are characters that could be explored. As right now, I guess the story they're trying to tell and it doesn't fit. But then why why are they there? Yeah. Why are they there? Well, are, and why are they the make writers such a, messing with us? Are they just did they sprinkle them in? I don't know. Just they to kind of satisfy the urge, but then fine. Uh you you guys keep complaining you don't see enough granny and the dwarves. Right. Fine, we'll throw Here, them in. We'll but as soon in. as they get there, we're not gonna do we're anything. Gonna send them off somewhere. That's right. They're probably stuck in a pit somewhere, <laughs> just waiting to be rescued. They probably are. Granny's looking for dinner for, <laughs> for meat making meat for meatloaf. Yeah, what so, happens when the moon gets full? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so we go, we'll just skip right to Henry and Violet's date. And because there it, it is. Was, there it is. It was such a sweet thing. It's almost like you planned it. He told, <laughs> quite psychic. So they're out in the middle of nowhere. Here's Granny's diner. And Henry has this, this date. He's got candles everywhere. He's got um, a place setting. He's got flowers. Oh, He's yeah. 13 years old he's 13 and it just it blows my mind because i don't know any 13 year old boy i don't That's know too many 23 year old boys that would do something like that it's gonna have such forethought yeah i mean it's it was nice and sweet and she's handling oh. she's like oh da, 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 he's da, gonna be da, playing da, da. a game somewhere <laughs> and then games today are not even like games that I grew up with. It's these games on your phone where you're just mashing the you're just, screen. You're just banging not, on your there's phone. There's no skill. No, there's no you skill. You just tap, 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 tap. So they're on this date, and you know it's Lasagna very... from the, the uh, refrigerator. Yeah. Because there's no electricity in this bad boy. So it makes you wonder. I thought it was meatloaf. I think you said I it was, it was meatloaf. lasagna. Either way, it's one of the two. Oh, here comes the Pepsi. Here yeah, comes the Pepsi. Yeah, so they do the Pepsi. Good old product placement. <laughs> Who knew? But I mean, they're drinking out of nice. It's just blowing my mind the date that he has picked out for this girl and done for this girl. Jeez. It's it's like a carnival in a can. How do you you what? hated that? It, it's just so. Ugh. Yeah, that it's was a bit contrived. Well, a carnival in a can. What do you want? It's you know. So in the amount of time that they were there, he was able to explain to her how a cell phone works. And no, he, he he showed a movie on a cell phone, which apparently they have. He has an everlasting battery. Maybe, maybe you know Spike charged is? it. I don't know. Uh, uh, Fitz from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> As a, he gave her the same battery that Gemma the, has. That's right. And that's why she could use That'd it while she was awesome. trapped on that planet. Awesome. For, okay, so, for crossing we're gonna our stop. shows. We're going to stop. <laughs> if you are an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, <laughs> and if you're not an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, please... Go and watch the episode that was on Tuesday night. Best episode of TV probably ever on TV. What was the name of that episode? It was the hours. It was the name of the hours, 47, 22, or whatever the hours were. But that's what it was called. Okay. 4,000, whatever. Best hour of TV. Uh, One of the best episode, 
episodic ep- episodic episodes. Say, I'm having an episode apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of the best episodes on television that I've seen in a while. Yeah, it was it was in phenomenal. A while. I mean, and, it really was the acting, the scenery, that everything. And I'm saying across the board. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I'm not just saying best agents of Mm-mm. Shield episode. No, best episode of anything. Yeah. Yeah. It I was would agree with that. that. Good. It was that good. It was that. So good. go see it. We'll wait. Wouldn't it be funny if we just sat here for an hour? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did should, you like it? We should probably talk <laughs> while we're waiting. Do you remember that Eddie Murphy uh, <laughs> skit where he was Mr. Rogers? If y'all haven't seen that, please yeah. YouTube that as well. Yeah. Run yeah. into the next room and tell your mama. Yeah. I'll uh, wait. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so. <laughs> I was going to see how far you were going. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't really, going to do it. You never know. We, we really strive. And then we're doing we're do, good. We're doing really good. We really strive to anything. keep this on the level. <laughs> so um, we find out when Henry and uh, Emma are talking that about music. He was talking about music and his date. And it's going back and forth between the date at Granny's and just him and Violet in general. That and irritating song. The Yaz, Yaz. It, but the Yaz song, yeah. And it turns out that that was was his parents' song. You know, so there we another, go again. It's just a little another, another Bay reference. Another, yeah, another Neil. I'm going to call Neil, him Neil. Call him Neil. He would have like been Bay, Neil in that instance. Balfire. Balfire. I can't say that. Balefire. I know. I always want to say Balfour, like the your Eric Balfour. <laughs> Is that who you're thinking of? No, I'm thinking of the yearbook slash. High school ring company, Balfour. We'll stick with Neil. Moving on. Moving on. Um, so anyway, so they have their date. She is totally not into him. Heartbreaking. The boys were laughing. The yeah. girls are like, oh, poor Henry. It's sad. It was sad. It was hard to watch because it's like if you've ever had that first crush and they've just destroyed you, you just feel all, oh, it's so, it's so... sad mm. because instantly you remember that feeling. So poor Henry was very, very, very sad. Um, what we've skipped over is <laughs> a lot, but um, Emma and Regina had figured out that in all their talking, that the thing that put Merlin into the tree was the tear, and they're going to make up this potion. They need a tear that is equally as sad and lonely and lovey. Well, and they were so reverse it by doing gonna, the same the same thing, thing. and so tear uh, the, uh, the the lost loss love. of lo- yeah lost yeah. love yeah. and so they end up putting Emma. Um, they make Emma look at the memories of when she lost Daniel. Daniel, Daniel. Yeah. And um, I don't know why he doesn't look like a Daniel to me. I don't know. Every well, time I see him now. Like? I don't know. Every time I see him, I think of when he was all, uh, when he came back to life and he was all creepy. I don't know. There's just something about him that I just don't like. I don't know. Okay. That's fine. Is that all right? That I don't like That's him? That's fine. So but anyway. She sees that. It's like she's reliving all that. Yeah. It brings all these things back. The emotions to her. come back. And Emma's um, watching it all. She's watching. She can see she it. She can see it, which so, Regina's really surprised by. Uh, yes. That was a revelation mm-hmm. for her. But you know what I find interesting is that anytime they use these dream catchers, don't you find it interesting that when they look at someone's memory, it's always. From a third person perspective, yeah, that's always bugged that, me. That, yeah, I know. Okay. I'm like, I didn't that's know if I was the only me. one no, that's that noticed always bothered that. Me. Like, well, people in any show when they go back in time, they can always see themselves. I'm like, no, that's not how like, that works. I don't. I don't think. No, I don't think we're seeing this memory the way that you would have actually experienced no. it. So anyway, so Regina, um, after she sees us, she says it's just like I, it's happening again, and Emma feels horrible for her. She said, "I can't believe your mother did that to she, you." And Regina says. Uh, in the in the thing, Cora had said, "You always 
have to do what's best for your children. And it turns out that ends up being, I think, the most critical line of the whole episode oh, because everything from it's that point crux. forward. Yeah. And I think, it's the crux and that's the what we found out that that is exactly what all this is about. Whatever it is that went down in Camelot is exactly because of that. It's something that Emma was doing for Henry. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. And of course, <laughs> two episodes from now, I'll be like, boy, I was really wrong. But I think that's what it all is because we see in, later in the episode that that's exactly what happened in this episode. Um, it was all for Henry and for his thing. But anyway, Regina's tear, they go to make the potion. Tear doesn't do anything. It doesn't work. The potion doesn't work. Because memory, her memory had changed. She had, she her, had found love with Robin. Right. And, and so she had found healing. And while it was still sad, it was not at the same uh, potency right. uh, as, as it was when it originally happened. And so, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And so... Back to the drawing board. Back. <laughs> now what do we do? Who will have heartbreak? So then we see Emma and Regina traipsing through the forest, and here's Henry, and Henry's very, very sad, and he tells him what happens with Violet. And, and oh, so, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, no, 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 that was not then. That's not how that happened. That's, let, yeah. Let, let's... Let's talk about this a little bit because we're we're missing a very another critical element. Please do is that the reason they find out that the potion wasn't going to work uh, is because they were actually at the tree trying to free Merlin. Right. Yeah, that's where they were doing the potion. And then Henry wakes. Henry walks walks up. That's what it was. Yeah, heartbroken, and he's all sad and. Scene's actually coming up now. Oh, see, that's how you know. I'm like, how are you remembering ha, ha, ha. this? And you're see? over here cheating. And you were poo-pooing on this Well, because I just exercise. want to sit here and watch it if I'm sitting here watching it. Well, you just have to learn to... I can't multitask like that. <laughs> um, so anyway, so, uh, so Henry comes up and he's all mopey and sad. And so they get him to say, hey, what's going on? So he he spills his guts and it's horrifying and sad. And the moms are devastated. And then what, is, what does Emma do? She grabs his tear. Well, Regina actually. Oh, grabs sorry. It. Regina grabs his tear. One of the moms. He has two moms. Okay. So this is where we talk about how later in the episode we find out through Dreamcatcher, Regina and Hook. No, Robin. Sorry. Mm-hmm. See? So I'm I'm about to make some people dirty cheats. <laughs> um they they see that we'll just go ahead and we'll just I feel like we got to go ahead and talk about the fact that oh, Emma the Henry caught, yeah. So I, yeah, so the so is, that we can tie this all together. Okay. So um, what we see later is we had talked kind of about uh, Hook and them being in in, in Emma's house, and so as they're leaving the the dungeon where they'd found Excalibur and they saw that that Rumple had been there, and Belle said, "Oh, he was here, but he's not here because she's very astute." And they go back upstairs because Henry is called and said she's Emma's on her way. He had him. She had her to helping him find the horse. And Peter, Peter likes to throw parties and yada yada yada. And he has pumpkins, kind of cute. Peter, Peter, pumpkin Peter, Peter. Yes, man. yeah. And so, um, anyway, so he gives him the heads up that Emma's coming back to the house. And so they're scrambling. All I keep thinking when I see this group together because you've got Robin, you've got Regina, you've got Belle, and you've got Hook. Immediately, I thought of the Scooby Gang, which is again that's what we used to you know that's what they used to call everybody in in um, Buffy. So I just now call them the Scoobies. That's what I have in all my notes, the Scoobies. So as they're running out of the house, yes, and yes, and the Scooby was in the Scooby Doo movie. 
Yes. How about that? Yeah, there you go. So tie in. Let's get out of here. <laughs> and so I do like those movies. And so anyway, Whoa. as Hook's leaving, he sees the box on the thing, and it turns out um, he takes it. He says, "This is you know, this must be important. This is something we're going to take with us." And so fast forward, you see Regina and Hook, or excuse me, Regina and <laughs> Robin. <laughs> see now welcome. you got me doing it um, <laughs> at her house, and they said, "Well, let's see, let's see what this is." And so unbeknownst to them, because that's how this works, poor Henry is leaning in the doorway like a thirteen-year-old would do, and he's watching everything unfold, and they can all see the memories. Um, and so what you see is it's, uh, the memory of, it's actually Violet's memory. It's not Henry's. I said that wrong. It was Violet's memory. And so what you see is Emma walk up to Violet in the thing. She tells him basically break his heart. I need you to break his heart. And she says all that is she's got her heart in her right. hands. She's and so she's controlling her. her. Right. That's right. And so that's why she ended up saying, telling Henry she didn't want any part of him. And so, um, we see that Emma did all of that to try to get that tear because she even said, I need to have the tear of a lost love, a lost first love. Cause it's the only thing that's powerful enough. Right. So it's the only thing that will work. I would then take that information and go back to earlier in the episode when mm-hmm. Regina and Emma are there in the presence of the tree to free Merlin and Regina's tear didn't make it work. Henry comes and bears his soul, starts bawling. Regina captures a tear this will work. They'd make the potion. Emma knew she, that they, her uh, uh, Regina's tear wouldn't work because she had to set all these wheels in motion right. well before, and that bothers the the heck out of me. Well, she's that the dark she's, one. She's she was lying and manipulating and manipulating yeah, the that whole time. Whole time, the whole and time. she knew. I'm just trying to figure out at what point would she have known that Regina's tear wasn't going to work? I don't know. Did she figure it out as she was watching Mm, and put that stuff together and go, Oh, it's not going to be potent enough. I need to go and set some other wheels in motion here. I don't know. But the the fact remains is that let's go through with all these things as though we are both on the same page and this is going to work. We're going to try it out. Yeah. Oh, it didn't work. Oh, Henry, what happened? Oh, oh wait, he, this tear will work. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. that, that's extra evil in my book. It is extra evil. And you know, when, <laughs> when they were sitting there talking, when, when Emma and Regina had just finished with Regina going through all this and in the whole thing about, you know, you always have to do what's best for your children from Cora. And then, Emma saying, I don't understand how a mother could do something like that. And Regina simply said she thought it was for the best. And so that actually gets said kind of in different ways Mm -hmm. a couple of more times. And so then when you see what Emma ended up doing with Henry's, Henry's pain, um, she was the cause of Henry's pain, you know, and, 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 um, I don't know, there's, there's something so, and, and then we see, you know, the whole horse thing. We, we haven't really talked about this in present day. Um, Violet's horse gets out and he asks her to go to the dance and she says, oh, I'm too sad because I don't have my horse, which come on. And so he decides uh, he's going to reenact. Is or, that, is that the, the, the new, um, I'm sorry, I'm washing, I'm my, washing hair. my hair. <laughs> I don't know. I can't wash my horse. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> and so he decides he's going to start up operation mongoose again with Emma. And so he and Spike take off looking for this horse. And, and for some it's reason they get in the coat. What did I say? I said Mongo. I'm sorry. Cobra. Cobra. Man, I'm sorry. What? Cobra 2. 
Cobra. Well, he wanted to start it back up again okay. because there was um, we needed a happy ending. Somebody needed a happy ending. It turns out it's Violet and her horse. And so they drive all over trying to find this horse. And they're in the <laughs> bug, which I really don't understand because I know Emma can bamf anywhere. So couldn't she just take Henry and poof, it would be done? Uh, anyway, it's I still roll. don't know why it's she has the bug. I know, but I don't yeah. know why she has a bug anymore. She doesn't need it. She could sell it. It's she could give it to thing. Henry. I it's guess. a comfort thing. I, I don't know. It's a security blanket. If you could travel by car it's the or one by thing, smoke, it's what the would one you do? Thing she has that's hers. Well, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, and so they find the horse and all is well. And then I think, you know, we talked about the fact that she set all of that up. And even Regina says when she comes to the house to talk to Henry at the end and Regina says, he knows what you did. And she said, you know, I know that you set all this up with the horse. And, and so she's absolutely set all this in motion to make up for the fact, because at the end we see Violet giving Henry a hug and, you know, being so grateful and what a hero he is. And the dad even says, you're a hero, yada, yada, yada. And so Henry's way happier in present day storybook than he was ever in Camelot because it has gone so much better for him. And we find out that she was the mastermind of all of that because she's the one that had let the horse out. Right. And Regina says, you know what? I, I know what you've done. I know how to manipulate. <laughs> you forget who oh. you're dealing with chick. That was a great scene. Yeah. Miss Swan, Regina, we've been through too much. Okay. Emma, Emma, <laughs> Um, let's not, uh, let's not gloss over the fact that there was a lot of other references in this episode to Henry being, uh, a hero. Yeah. Uh, Regina said it as well when she went to go into Emma's house and could not because there was a protection spell. Yeah. Uh, no one would be able to, to get in there. And she had, uh, well, she didn't have Henry's, um, wool cap with her. Uh, she summoned it. Uh, and then was able to use that to get in yeah. and made the statement, Henry, our hero. Yeah. And so, you know, there, there's something, there's something coming up with that as well. Well, and because, and then when they took the tear, um, Emma said, you know, you may not be a hero here, but you're going to be a hero back home. Hmm. So, yeah, you're right. Now that I think about that, that's like four four times that they made some reference to that. And again, you know, when, when the dad said that she deserves a hero like her, I wonder, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. So Merida and gold, <laughs> let's turn our attention to the screen okay, here. Let's do that. It is late into the night. They've been at it for a while. And they're apparently. not eating. They're not. Um, but she's, she, oh, I like the look that she, she's like, Oh, I'm getting some results here. So she's getting a little excited as well. Mm-hmm. And he's starting to fight back a little bit because she's instilling within him this notion of giving him something to fight about. Uh, and at the end of that scene, very, very key um, information there as well. Uh, I need you to pick up the pace. I need you to get strong. I need you to learn how to fight if you're going to ever hope to take on the dark Emma. Yeah. And so it's not... I think that's great. Merida, even though her heart is not with her and she's being controlled and manipulated in her mind, she's like, yeah, I may have to do all that, but I'm planning on taking her, taking her out for what she's done. Um, so now when we get back to, back to Camelot, the potion works, poof, Merlin's not a tree anymore. He's a dude. He's a fine young Campbell. He's a fine, don't do it again. Cause now they only had one song that I can remember. Uh, the raw and the cooked. That was the name of the CD. Of course, back then it was a cassette tape. One side was raw. One side was cooked. So Merlin's standing there. Arthur comes up 
and none of them seem happy. Well, Arthur does not seem at all happy to see Merlin. I guess he's more shocked. And um, when Emma was, was getting the power from the potion, she was shooting out black stuff and she was shooting out white stuff and aiming at the tree. So it was really interesting it to see that. It was kind of like it a dark and light and dark The light and the dark coming out of her. And um, Merlin says immediately when he sees Arthur that he had disappointed him. And Arthur was like, I've disappointed you. <laughs> and he said, you gave me a broken sword and a broken kingdom. And so there's so much history between the two of those those it, folks. It was it, it, Merlin was just looking at him with this look of disdain. Yeah. In that whole scene when he, uh, Arthur came down with his troops to kind of confront Regina and About Emma the, while, yeah. they were, while they were concocting their potion – that whole that whole time, I get he just it doesn't feel like he has any power anymore Mm-mm. to me, and it's just yeah, you're king, but he just I don't know. Mm-mm. Stop. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Well, and obviously <laughs> you're going to stop us. Yeah, and Merlin's seen everything because you know you think okay, he's a tree. And What's he's been he, there for a while. He's been there for a while, but he obviously has seen everything that's gone on. And it was good for his skin. It was very good apparently. for his skin. It was very good for skin. Well, he he, he then uh, disenchants uh, Charming. Oh, yeah. And Snow. Look at you looking at the screen to remember yeah. what happened. And it was like nothing. It's like, eh. Well, he's Merlin. He's, he can do anything. He is, he is Merlin. He is Merlin. Very attractive for, man. He's an attractive man. I mean, he's no hook. I... I <laughs> It's not. I mean, if he, you know, he's, I'm sure he's lovely as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we forget that he was a very powerful, powerful wizard. Wizard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so we're back in Granny's and he's having a conversation with him. It's Merlin and the Scoobies and, and Emma. And um, he tells her, he says, look, I can, I can fix this. But you have to want it. Well, they asked. They asked him first. Can you remove the darkness right. from it? They asked it for her, and his response was, <laughs> "Of course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me something. Duh, hard. I'm Merlin. But well, she has to want. She it. has to want it. And you know, we find out about the dagger that um, that when it's put back together, this is another kind of important piece. We find that the blade was originally forged as one weapon, mm-hmm. and then it got broken off." And if it's restored, it can eliminate all black magic. And they're like, oh, that's fantastic. We should oh, do yeah, that. And he goes, less, yeah. or <laughs> it can eliminate all white magic. And so it's really up to whoever has it, what they choose to do with it. So it can either be really, really good, or be really, really bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why you would ha- want to have such a powerful weapon. Huh. Hmm. Unless you had a proper guardian to take care of it. Yeah, I'm not. Well, they had a proper guardian. You know, sort of. we're at this scene here at the uh, toward the end where they're on uh, Regina's front porch. The Miss Emma, and the and, Emma. And, and, and man, there are sparks. Just look at her face. Look at Emma's face. Just very. What is the word I'm looking for? Uh, not condescending. Uh, you, the way that I read her. St- her stance and her facial expression is one of, uh, I know in my heart of hearts, I'm not in the right, but I don't care. Yeah. Well, it's the arrogance. <laughs> yes. You know, it's, arrogance, it's the arrogance yes. again. 
And it's, you know, it's, it's the arrogance that she has throughout this whole episode. And, and, and that's the way she's been from the get-go when she turned spiky. Yeah, but it's getting worse. Yeah, absolutely. Well, getting, of course she is. The darkness, the darkness is taking over her. And, and this is a good look for Regina. She's, she's, I really, for, you know, for even when she was trying to turn that corner and not be as bad, yeah. there's that long stretch where it's like, it could go either way. Yeah. But now it's like. I feel like I I feel like she's had that full redemption, and yeah. it's the point where I do believe her, and she does know what she's talking yeah. about. Well, and, and she's she's as good as she was bad. I think, like the venom she had is bad. Mm. I think she's got that same venom, if you can say it that way, for good. Do you know the same passion? The same passion. The same passion to be good right. and do what's it's right. It's that important to her. But I think she still can tap into that. Oh, yeah. In a heartbeat. Well, I mean, she fireballed anger. instantly yeah. when Arthur ticked her off. That's he was like, right. yeah, come on, poof. Um, Just and, like that. And then I think last episode she had mentioned that she wished they would hurry up. You know, they were gathering information. I need to know who to hate. I need to know who to hate. I need to know who I should so, hate. Um, so while we say all that, if she can kind of turn that hatred on and, and, and spew that, that – that could be detrimental down the road. Sure so I, I think, I don't know. Well, in, in that I don't know scene, if she'll ever fall from grace. I don't know. I, I don't who, know. Regina? The, yeah. I hope not. I, I hope not too. I, I think not. she's come she's too come, far. Yeah. Well, and, and that's I, why Emma took it on in the first place. You know, in that thing I had written down because I love this quote, Regina tells Emma, if I'm the one on the moral high ground, you've fallen so far. <laughs> it's like, you know, that's so excellent true. Excellent point. That's an excellent point. And, and the, just the, the way that scene was written was so beautiful because the two of them together, I think are just phenomenal. Just the way that they play off of each other. And, um, you know, and, and I was thinking when you were talking about Regina being good, I think when Emma, and that's why, I think that's why you like Emma so much as Spike, because when Emma was good and she was the savior, she was so blah, and so wishy-washy and so blah, 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 kind of milk toast, as my mom would say. She always called people that they were milk toast. I don't even know what that means. I mean, I do, but. Well, she at times would lack conviction. Well, she just, yeah, she was very vanilla. And Regina's yeah. a, a good person with character and with, not character, personality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Emma was so good and so plain and so vanilla. And here's Regina being good and she's still feisty. And yeah. so that's, I think that's the key difference between the two. And here's here's Emma as Spike. And she's just still acting like she's all hoity-toity and better than everybody. And she's not. I think I think you used the right word earlier and that was passionate. Passionate. And I think that's, I think that's the thing. Uh, and, and so whether you're good with some tendencies to kind of skirt that line, you know, if you, if you're passionate about what you believe in, you know, maybe sometimes you're willing to do things that are a little unorthodox, not necessarily evil, but just not typical of what, uh, you know, uh, a hero would do. And yeah. I guess if I'm not careful, we'll delve into the anti-hero discussion. And <laughs> yeah. I think there are some examples on the show of anti-heroes. Sure. I, I don't, I, I think there are some that, um, try to be more heroic than not. And, and, and I don't know. There, there's characters that skirt that line, right? So there, there are several that are more anti-heroes than they are uh, a yes. straight-up traditional hero. But we'll, well save that discussion for another day. We'll save time. that for another day. And in the end, when when Emma and um, when Spike 
and Regina were having their conversation. She said, uh, what I did in Camelot, I did to protect Henry. And so, boom, she, she throws that out there. And so that's how we know, you know, everything, everything, everything was all a part of a plan. Everything she did was all for Henry. And so it'll be, it'll be good to see where this goes. I, th- I think it could go a whole bunch of different ways. So we'll, we'll have to see what they do with it. Um, and like you said, the episode after this next one is the one about um, Merlin's GF. So we'll see. Um, We'll see how that goes too. But, you know, and Emma did, or excuse me, Regina did tell her, she said, uh, when Emma was talking to her, she said something about freeing Merlin. And Regina said, what? We freed Merlin? Merlin was trapped. What's, you know, and so she totally let that slip. And she said, she she told her herself, right. uh, There on the porch. And she knew it immediately. Yeah. And she said, so. She knew it immediately. As soon as that information, she's totally fell. Ooh. Yeah, and and Whoops. she said, "So if you <laughs> freed, out of the bag, if we freed Merlin, why are you still dark? Yeah, why are we going through? Why this? are we going through this? Excellent question." And and Emma wouldn't tell her, and, and then that's when Regina said goodbye, Miss Swan, and slammed the door. So we're back to we're back to the Miss Swan thing, and then we see Henry looking down from the window. So I don't it's know. It's going to be difficult for Henry to re, uh, or difficult for Emma to regain that trust from Henry. And, you know, that was a thing. Overall, I thought it was a great episode. Um, From the simple fact that I think there's a lot of things in this that you can sit your kids down with and kind of have a teachable moment. And, you know, I I think Emma kind of did the... Impart, uh, unpartable sin from a parenting perspective. She hurt her kid. Well, she she broke she broke his confidence. Yeah, and she, you know, in, in whatever's coming, it better have a big payoff. It better be so yeah. big that you have to sit there and go, okay, well, that wasn't right to break your son's trust and go behind his back and manipulate this situation. But the end game again, end does not justify the means, Mm -hmm. but you, so I'm never going to, I'm not going to never going to find myself in a place where I, I can sit there and go, okay, well it was justifiable. I will never do that. But you can always get to a place of, I understand why you did it. I don't agree with it. Uh, you shouldn't have done that, but I do understand. There's a difference. Yeah. Well, and um, she she spent the entire time when they were in Storybook doing everything in her power to make up for something that he didn't know anything about. Exactly. To well, build be, up that because, confidence. Because let's let's kind of think about that for a second. I, I mean, w- wouldn't wouldn't we do that? Wouldn't for several reasons, you know, because we want we want to make sure that well, we want we want what's best for our children. Yeah. And isn't that our job? Isn't it our job to to help them along line? I mean, once we have kids, isn't our job less I mean our, our our purpose in life less about getting what we want and making sure that they have everything they need mm-hmm. to grow up into productive members of society and if we don't do that, we've kind of failed society and them. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 it's not easy, mm-hmm. but whatever, whatever's coming in this story, it better be worth it. It has to be big and it has to be worth it because I cannot imagine. I'm, I, I try to put myself in her shoes and imagine, could I bring myself to do what she did to her son? 
knowing knowing the pain of a loss of love yeah but that see, first love like that and and you want to protect protect your kids from that but now you've gone and actually instigated the the thing that caused that to it's yeah, going to happen took, anyway then she took his memory away so he didn't know about it i mean that's true so had regina never found the thing or hook actually never found it Nobody would have ever known. Tracks, though, I, know, you know, I know that, that. <laughs> but I'm saying in her mind, she yes, she did it, and it was horrible. And then she spent she she did it, and she made it so that he would never know that she had done it. And then she spent so much time and effort making him be the hero to this little girl. I know, but that's just more manipulation. Well, right? of course, so it's, it's all about manipulation. It, it, it's that's lies all on it top is. of lies, sure. right? You know, I, I I I tell this little lie, and it gets out of control, and I just keep doing it to try to cover it instead of just coming clean, yeah. uh, which is what should happen. Uh, but I I can't imagine putting myself or, or doing that to my child, ca- doing doing the very thing to cause them to experience uh, that that broken heart. Yeah. I don't know about you. I mean, I do know we're on the same page with this and it's coming. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm, I'm not and it's going to happen either. whether we like it or not. Our children's hearts are going to be broken. Well, I remember, but, but will they be broken by our hand? No, that I cannot fathom. And that's the point I'm trying to make is she did that. On purpose. But then she took his memory so he wouldn't know about it. That doesn't make it okay. No, I'm not <laughs> saying it makes it okay. I'm saying she did that. She had the she she messed up in taking his memory. She knows she messed up. She didn't ever want him to feel that. And so she spent all this effort and spent all this time manipulating a situation to make him feel like a hero. I no, I'm that. I'm not. But it's false. I know it's, but it's fa- false. But it's not false. It wasn't false in that situation that he was in at the second time, at the, at the current time in Storybrooke. It was absolutely not false. That was a real thing he went through. It was a real memory she had created for him. And she made all that happen because she felt so horrible about what she had done. Just like Cora. Well, I don't know if Cora ever really felt horrible about what she had done with Regina. It's all about, you know, you do what you think is best for your kids. And at the time... She did all that because she thought it was best for him. The second time she did it because, and I think that's a trap we get into as, as parents on a daily basis, doing things that we think are right for our kids. Well, Overanalyzing, I think, that, well, is that what too, the trap we get into. That too. But I mean, you know, we're never going to get to the part where we rip out somebody's heart and make them hurt our child. That's not obviously real. But, um, you know, I think I think the things you do on a daily basis, you you have that kind of power over your kid and over you know, do you hang out with this person? Do you see this person? Do you like this person? Really? You like that person? Let's not like that person. You know what I mean? I think it's, <laughs> That's right. you know, Please, no. let's, yeah, not that person. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think, I don't know. I think, I think that there's a, there's a realness there. That's not real. You know, I think that there's, there's something there. I think minds are being blown right you think, now. <laughs> I could there's do a the, real there's, there's a, a realness, realness there that's, that's not, not real. real. <laughs> I could do she drives me crazy again if anybody would like me to sing that. Dun 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 dun. No, don't do that. I guarantee you somebody's going to finish listening to this episode and they're going to go out there and they're going to find find young cannibals and fall in love with them. Just let's one hope. if you do, let's I, hope. you have to let me know. Uh their back catalog is not It's not it's not it's, it's not, not substantial. Large. It won't take long. So there's you got that going for yeah. you. Yeah. 
Oh, maybe we can uh, do Millie Vanilli one time too. Really? I love Millie Vanilli. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Love Millie Vanilli. Remember when you bought me like a lifetime ago? No, I you remember. searched and you searched and you searched and you found forget. me a greatest hit CD. I, I did. And we bought it and it was awesome. It was like the best gifts, gift ever. And then we left it at a pool party and I was crushed. And crushed. we never got it back. Never got it back. And I think I actually paid a little like bit of 30 a bucks for that. Premium for that. It was so good. Oh, the things that you do for love. So good. <laughs> so, so stinking good. I love Millie Vanilli. <sighs> you know, I was actually going to make a point, but as soon as you start talking about Millie Vanilli, it just went right out the window. That's okay. You could blame it on the rain. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. See now. what I did there. So, That's what we're going to do. This is not okay. So the next episode, we see the high, the highlights, the previews for the next episode in Merida. Um, uh, no, 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 oh, no. Gold fights a bear. <laughs> That's what I remember. <laughs> gold fights the bear. Um, uh, Spike tells Merida she wants her to kill. From? Well, remember he's talking about his biggest fear. Merida is talking about his biggest fear. So maybe his biggest fear is being in the woods with a bear. Who knows? Because he's never had any bear issues, to my knowledge. And then the kids, when they saw that, they were like, "Is that her mom?" It's like I don't, I don't think that's her mom. That's the because you know in the movie, her mom turned into the bear. Do you remember the Brave movie when her mom was the bear because yes, she made the I, okay? Yes. Well, you're looking at me like I have three heads. So, I, but I don't think because the kids were like, "Is that her mom?" I said, "No, I'm pretty sure that's I'm not her doubtful. mom. I think that's just a random bear in the I think forest." It's just a bear. I think just he was a, just hungry. He's, <laughs> He, he was looking him. for his honeypot. <laughs> and He's I'm sure not Gold. Ha- the Pooh. I'm sure Pooh's honeypot's in Gold's store somewhere. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it is. You know what? I would love to go explore his store. Just all the stuff that they have in there. If you were to go back and look at. Uh, everything's in there. That's it's yeah. all. Everything's in there. Yeah, Those creepy dolls. It's fascinating. Bleh. It's fascinating. The There's wind so many... chimes from Emma's baby thing. It's. I would love. That would be something like if there was a tour. Of the set, if they had that, that would be like the most fascinating place to go and look at. Oh, probably. If it's even a thing. Sure, it's a thing. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be a thing? Well, I don't know. It's a thing. Everything's CGI these days. The kids Uh, will watch a show and go, that's a green screen. (laughs) Every time we watch something now, that's a green screen. Well, to to be fair, the effects budget for this show is a little sparse at times. And so... But some of the sets are quite grandiose. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you couldn't expect them to, you know, spend millions of dollars to make something. Uh, well, they're not going to do a lot of practical effects, right? Mm. It's just not practical. Mm. <laughs> Very so, nice. Uh, but no, that would be that would be cool to mm-hmm. tour uh, Gold's Pawn Shop. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of references to other fairy tales and things that we haven't even seen yet. And if I remember correctly, there's uh, some references to some other Disney movies, um, yeah. which, you know, a lot of them are based on fairy tales anyway. Yeah. Right. But that's something we need to look up. We should. We should do that in the off season. Like, what? Or, we're not the off season. So there'll be the, when during the hiatus between. Uh, the furlough. <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. Um, during the off season, during the during this the the break, uh, so it'd be uh, I guess somewhere right before Christmas, mm. be the end of season five A. I think is the way that they refer to it, and then it will pick pick back up in March. What are we gonna and, do? Well, that's what I'm saying. I I, I personally would like to do. Maybe some uh, looks at 
just the um, the story of the show itself and maybe kind of some of the details around what's hmm. in Gold's shop and, you know, uh, maybe connect some of the dots between some of the fairy tale characters that haven't been connected before. And maybe even do like an in-depth look at characters uh, from the show and where, you know, how how they where they come from from their original source material and how they differ and and how they're similar and how you know kind of how they've kind of spun them a little bit and mm. you know maybe that'll help us add, be able to speculate as to where the character might go in the future um just kind of like i don't know i don't know what you would call that just like a Depth. dossier Ooh. type thing uh, on a character, maybe take like, uh, do, do like a short episode, uh, and just, uh, uh kind of go, go over that. Hmm. I don't know. Do you think that'd be interesting? Oh, sure. I, that kind of stuff fascinates me. Yeah. Well, it's all, you know, everything's so tied together. And- maybe we'll be able to read the original stories. A lot of them are in the public domain. So there's hmm. no reason why we couldn't do a, I don't know if we could pull off a dramatic, Reading, oh, that would be awesome. But that would be kind of fun. Maybe we get the kids voices. involved too. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. This is my this is our time. This is our QT. This is our time. That's right. It's our but quality. That might be time. fun. Yeah, it would be fun. We'll and see. It, yeah. We'll see. You we'll never know. know. We might need the break. <laughs> we might need we might need the break from each other. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were on a break. <sighs> so good, good episode. Good episode. Looking Lots forward to uh, the next one. I don't remember the name of the next one. I don't think I know the name of the. Like I okay. said I try not to. I try really hard not to look at anything. We are going to do a better job of getting these episodes out in a more timely fashion. It's so all just Josh's bear with fault. us. Yes, it is my fault. I'm gonna take the <laughs> just hit. Messing with I'm you. I'm gonna take the hit I for was this just one. Messing Be- with you. But it was. It definitely was. Uh, in the meantime. Uh, Continue to send us emails or tweets, however you prefer. We want to hear from you. You can reach us on Twitter at onceuponeth, or you can email me, josh at nthcast.com. And let us know if it's something that you want us to incorporate into the show. You know, we'll make sure we have permission, uh, to, to read letters and, um, uh, use your name. And so just make sure you, you let us know that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll, I think we'll have some for next week already. Um, and, you know, if there's anything that you want us to know or any details or make any corrections, just let us know. We appreciate it. And if you listen to Fine Young Campbells, I would love to know that too. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you got you to gotta bring joy to people and maybe that would make somebody's day. You never well, know. Being able to finally sit down and record this episode. Is bringing you joy. Has made my day. Aw, that's swell. Till next week, stay safe, have fun. Eat some candy. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.